This conference will now be recorded. All right, hello, this is Kevin with Bluestone Apps. Uh, thanks for uh, listening to our podcast today. And uh, we're going to be uh, interviewing uh, one of the co-founders of uh, HelloGuard, Sanjeev Shetty. Um, welcome, Sanjeev. Thank Glad you, you're here. Kevin. And am I saying thanks your name correctly? Me. Yes, you are. It's Sanjeev Shetty, actually. Sanjeev. Okay. Thanks for uh, straightening that out for me. I appreciate that. <clears throat> So Sanjeev, uh, and if I understand correctly, you are the co-founder of HelloGuard. Is that correct? That is correct, yes. Okay. And it's at HelloGuardGARD.com. That's right. There's no you in it. Right, okay. <laughs> well, it makes it easier. One less letter to type. Mm -hmm. So um, Sanjeev uh, uh, has been kind enough to uh, jump on our podcast. Uh, you know, he's going to uh, tell us some things about his company and, you know, how they got to where they are and where they're going to go and a few other gaps that he uh, would like to fill in. So um, maybe maybe you can give me an overview, Sanjeev, uh, Sanjeev, first of, you know, what's the whole idea of uh, Hello Guard? Yeah, absolutely. So HelloGuard is really an innovative uh, staffing solution company that leverages robotics and AI to solve for the labor challenges that exist today in the marketplace and in the workplace. Um, we kind of came about, uh, you know, a while ago, I, I came from the senior living industry where there were a lot of labor constraints and headwinds around trying to uh, acquire labor, whether it's in the healthcare uh, uh areas specifically such as nurses or in the hospitality space uh you know uh laborers like uh you know uh, waiters or uh folks that work uh you know within the kitchen so you know we had uh at, at the time I was uh with uh, a senior living tech company and we had experimented with a bunch of robots and uh you know we found that Certain solutions worked better than others, and there were a lot of challenges we had to overcome, such as you know mapping and you know making sure that you know the robot could interact with different technologies. And uh, you know what we were trying to solve at the time was really providing sort of engagement with residents within uh, a setting, and also provide remote care. And um, you know, fortunately, we were able to leverage robotics at the time and. You know, as I uh, got more and more into robotics, I found uh, a, a true need for uh, robots to sort of fill the void or the gap in in the labor workforce, uh, which is why uh, me and my partner created uh, HelloGuard. And uh, now we are, um, you know, we, we serve uh, various industries in various verticals, uh, you know, senior living being one of them, but we also serve hospitality um, verticals such as casinos, hotels, um, you know, hospitals, uh, airports, etc. So uh, we're really fortunate that uh, we were able to branch out into these other verticals, uh, you know, um, within HelloGuard. Absolutely. Yeah, I've noticed you have a lot of different robots, uh, interactive and delivery and cleaning. Um, so I assume that um, was there like one or two that you started off with and it grew from there? Yeah, we started out with the interactive, you know, uh, robots that were, you know, very user friendly and uh, were actually Alexa enabled. Um, they were actually very affordable as well. 
And then we realized that, you know, they were not very uh, utilitarian. What, what I mean by that is, you know, folks were looking for very specific use cases. So I'll use an example. So when we got into the casino industry, people were looking for uh, specifically robots that would talk to elevators and go and deliver, uh, you know, food and drinks uh, using yeah. a passcode uh, to rooms because they didn't have labor, you know, off hours. And these robots were able to do it 24 by 7 and were able to do four to five deliveries in one, one um, you know, one trip. So those were the kinds of uh, use cases that sort of drove us to find a more broader uh, line of robots. So, you know, if you look at our uh, our, uh, our lineup, we have, you yes. know, the W3, which is a food delivery and package delivery robot. You know, we also have uh, robots for restaurants, uh, as well as outdoor robots that we just recently introduced and cleaning robots as well. Yeah, I really like the little uh, description you have on W3. It's intelligent, elegant, and considerate. So that's great. It's good to have a considerate robot. You don't want an inconsiderate one. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure that it's efficient and it's going to save uh, time and money for the uh, hotel or casino instead of paying somebody to be available 24-7 to deliver that food. Is that correct? Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, we find that the average savings is uh, not just in the, in the labor saving, but also in overtime. Because uh, if you think about it, these robots are always on, you know, working 24 by 7. Uh, like I said, the efficiency comes from, you know, being able to do multiple uh, deliveries in one trip. Um, but I think beyond that, I think hotels and casinos are also looking at this as a, a revenue line in their P&L because they're actually able to charge their clients and customers a small fee for each of these deliveries. And uh, there hasn't been much pushback on that. So actually, not only do these robots pay for themselves, but, uh, you know, folks in hospitality are actually uh, making money out of these uh, robots as well. Totally makes sense because you could offer the robot 24-7 and now you can add on times of the day when you didn't have deliveries. <clears throat> now you can have deliveries without paying somebody on the clock the whole time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um so the um, is there some type of a, I, I assume that you go in there, you analyze uh, the situation, you, you recommend the robots, uh, you probably give them training. I mean, tell me about how you uh, onboard a new customer. Yeah, typically it starts with, you know, us trying to, uh, you know, figure out what the use case and what the challenge is that mm -hmm. the specific client has. Uh, you know, within that particular industry. So, for example, you know, people may come to us and say, you know what, we really need help like after hours because we don't have anyone working the front desk and we need, you know, some sort of assistance where a robot could, you know, help let people in after hours and uh, also patrol the building. So that could be, uh, you know, a particular uh, robot that we come up with or, you um, someone could, uh, you know, come to us and say, hey, we really need a robot that, you know, vacuums our carpets and cleans our hardwood floors, and we need them to run autonomously, you know, daily, um, and that could be a separate robot. So it really depends on the use case. Uh, you know, I would like to say that, you know, beyond just selling a robot, we do have software solutions 
as well as uh, what we call as hello guard care. So we don't just drop a robot on you. We actually sure. support you and give you the white club service and actually train you on how to use it. So um, we're more than just a hardware company. We're also a, uh, what I like to, um, um, I've coined a term called robotics as a service. So we mm-hmm. actually provide ancillary services as well as apps on top of the robot uh, to make it more usable. Absolutely. I noticed that in your website because um, it seems to me like uh, that's where you're getting the whole picture of what their business needs and what they need in the future. Then it sounds to me like you're creating the uh, environment for them. And that's and then the robot is part of that implementation. That's exactly right. So, you know, uh, companies and uh, different um, establishments really look at us as sort of their outsourced uh, robotics uh, provider. Um, as a service. So we, we uh, you know, take care of them from start to finish. We install it, we train them, whether it's on-site or remote. And then we also provide, um, you know, platforms that they can use with the robots, such as, you know, package delivery or, uh, you know, uh, language translation. Uh, there, There's a whole bunch of apps that we've developed that, uh, you know, specifically address their challenges. Okay. Yeah, it goes without saying that uh, there have to be some kind of back end or app connected to the uh, system so they can uh, operate the robot, see what's happened, run reports, make changes. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah, we give them access to the cloud. So there's a lot of analytics that they can run and they can customize their robots however they want to. So we train them on how to use a robot optimally and we constantly work with them so they can iterate and refine, uh, you know, the way the robot works. And that's mm-hmm. where sort of the hello guard care comes in. It's kind of like when you buy a phone, you know, you, you from the Apple store, you get Apple care yeah. um, and you get a lot of services with it. So I would liken it to, you know, that kind of service where, you know, we provide hello guard care. So you actually get that white club service where anytime you need help, whether the robot is functioning or not. Uh, you know, we help you uh, fine tune the robot, uh, you know, to your um, certain environment. Excellent. And just back to the robots again, because uh, looking through your information here, it's way beyond just a robot making a delivery. Um, it seems to me like, I mean, the robot could even make a call. It could send a message. Uh, it could take notes. Uh, it knows where it's located. Um, is that correct? That's exactly right. So, for example, you know, when we work with some of our casino clients uh, and, uh, you know, food or towels or whatever are being delivered, the robot actually messages uh, the customer when it arrives at the door. And then, uh, you know, the customer knows that, uh, you know, their package or their food has arrived. Uh, it can also make outbound calls, uh, et cetera. So we can custom design the user experience, however the client would uh, so like. So uh, that way, uh, you know, uh, the workflow is designed based on the customer's needs rather than, you know, trying to make uh, force the technology to do certain things. We actually customize the technology so that it meets the customer's user experience requirements. Okay. Yeah. So a lot of times you think of a robots running around doing things, which is a lot of what these do. Um, but also uh, since they're so intelligent and like you said, that was a good example, making outbound calls. So you have this robot kind of like an extra employee and he needs to make, you know, 200 calls today to customer service. You program it in, he makes those calls, runs reports, and and uh, now it's like a person sitting right next to you working. Does that sound about right? 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, you're basically getting, uh, you know, an employee at a fraction of the cost and that's able to, uh, you know, do a lot of different tasks. You know, the area that I'm most excited about is, uh, you know, the whole area of healthcare and how we're transforming uh, the nursing home, uh, home health, as well as uh, a lot of the hospital settings, because we are uh, coming up with a solution that will actually change the way uh, healthcare is provided, uh, you know, at home or in nursing homes or in hospitals, uh, using what we call as the virtual nurse uh, and remote monitoring. Uh, so we're working with various companies, including one company that essentially has created a small patch the size of a Band-Aid that, uh, you know, goes onto your, your skin and can monitor like, you know, seven different vitals. And then the robot is there 24 by 7 sort of reacting to any episodic type events that may happen, such as a fall or, you know, uh, a bed sore or, you know, something, someone getting out of bed when they're not supposed to and then calling up the nurse who can, um, you know, remotely dial in and see what's going on in the room. So that, that I think, is really, really exciting to me and uh, the yeah. opportunities that exist there in terms of transforming healthcare. That's fantastic. So a small little patch, and uh, they can uh, record the vitals and basically monitor the person. That's right, yep. That's wonderful. <clears throat> um yeah, I guess, you know, with the whole thing about uh, healthcare, and especially if it's senior living, they take a lot of, uh, you know, monitoring. Um, you don't want someone just getting up with dementia and walking outside. Um, That's right. So I assume that you your system sounds like it can cover who leaves and enters the building, monitor their vitals, deliver their food, uh, and even say, hey, you know, Mr. Smith, it's time to take your pills. That sound about right? That's right. Yeah, medication reminders you know, remote patient monitoring, um, you know, checking for falls, uh, checking for vitals, uh, really sort of think of the robot as being that conduit that takes all the different data points that may exist, whether it's through cameras, whether it's through a patch, whether it's through a, a device, anything that can connect, connect through Bluetooth or Wi-Fi, the robot can uh, take action accordingly and dispatch either a nurse or a caregiver or a loved one to come in and check in on a person. So uh, it's really sort of that 24 by seven, you know, boots on the ground without having a physical human being in the room. Uh, you know, the robot is kind of performing that function, um, you know, for these providers. That's beautiful. <clears throat> you know, I'm sure the more things that go along with tech and even the elderly people, uh, you know, like my parents, they use their phone all the time. So it seems to me probably as tech progresses, you're probably, I assume, getting less resistance to have some, you know, have these uh, robots uh, handling a lot of things that people would normally handle. Is that true? That's right. I think, you know, some of these robots are not very intimidating. They're very easy to use. You know, if you can uh, speak to Alexa, you know, you can speak to the okay. robot. <laughs> it's almost like having a tablet on wheels, right? Hmm. Uh, it's uh, very easy to use. Uh, you can speak to it. You can touch its screen. You know, you can um, use your phone. So we make it uh, really, really user-friendly and easy for people to adopt the technology. So it's not in intimidating or, you know, threatening to people's jobs. It's really there as a, what we call as a, as a uh, force multiplier. So it's not there to replace a nurse. It's just there to make, um, you know, a clinician's life easier by having the technology in the room. Absolutely. 
well, if you could add people to the staff and it makes everybody's job easier and still lets them continue to get paid what they're already getting paid or more, it seems like the robot would be welcome at that point. That's right. And, you know, the way we've priced a lot of these robots, you know, you can either purchase them or you can even lease them. So a lot of uh, providers like to lease them because, you know, it's a very low cost to lease them, um, you know, over a period of time. And then that way you get a new robot every couple of years. It's kind of like leasing a car as opposed to buying one. Sure, absolutely. Then you have kind of a maintenance support plan to go along with it probably. Right, <clears throat> absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay, so is there or what uh, geographic areas uh, do you cover? Uh, right now we're focusing on the continental U.S. Um, okay. We do have partners across the globe. Um, you know, our outdoor robots are actually manufactured in India. And, um, you know, that's a very interesting robot because it's like a self-driving car. <laughs> you know, most outdoor robots need someone to manually drive them, but this one is autonomous, so it can be used, you know, for like centralized kitchens or, you know, in resorts that have outdoor cottages. Um, and they can be custom designed based on your need and size of, you know, uh, deliveries that you're trying to make. And the cool thing about these robots is they can actually uh, move around like a crab so they can move sideways <laughs> as well as <laughs> forward. And, uh, you know, they, they work really well on roads and uh, even snow, actually. They can go through like a couple inches of snow, so they're quite hardy. Yeah, so not like a person worried about getting their umbrella. They just go out there and make the delivery. It doesn't affect them. That's right, yeah. Um, so were you talking about the Autobot, or are a lot of them also available to go outside? Yeah, the Autobot is the one that goes outside. Uh, okay. It's actually, uh, you know, it can um, withstand rain, snow, you know, bad weather, and so on. So um, a lot of, uh, you know, facilities that have, uh, you know, multiple sites, uh, you know, or universities, resorts, and, and the like are looking at these robots as a way to uh, deliver packages, food, et cetera. That's great. Yeah. Um, so, it, like you said, a lot of the uh, current need, I know you do a lot of industries. <clears throat> Sounds like the hospitality, uh, I mean, the uh, nursing home and senior living industry uh, is really expanding the use of this. Um, so, but you had in all other industries, I see you have listed restaurants, hospitalities, casino, uh, nursing homes, retail, hospitals, enterprise, airport, cruise lines, banking. <clears throat> That's a pretty wide variety. <clears throat> so it sounds like you can do just about any kind of industry that has a need for this. That's right. If you look at every industry that's listed on our website, you know, everyone has unique labor needs and challenges. And uh, we really see, um, you know, uh, each one of them having unique uh, challenges that they want to address. So, for example, you know, one of our recent clients, uh, which happens to be the Children's Hospital, came to us and they have some unique challenges such as, you know, uh, children, uh, you know, needing some entertainment right in the room. Oh, yeah. um, so we're doing some, some sort of 3D printing classes for them. Um, you know, uh, they also have challenges around, you know, trying to, um, you know, reduce the anxiety like pre pre-op, right, before an operation or procedure. Uh, the robot does that for the kids as well as, um, you know, as a nice way to distract them, like during an MRI. So there's all kinds of unique use cases depending mm -hmm. on the uh, the industry 
Um, and within industries, you're finding people with different use cases as well. So, for example, you know, a hospital may may want, you know, uh, an easy way for uh, medication delivery or medication reminders, and others may want uh, to do different things like cleaning, you know, the floors. So yeah. it, it really there isn't a one size fits all. Um, yeah. You know, everyone has something different, and uh, that's the beauty of HelloGuard is. Uh, we're not there to give you one solution. We kind of customize uh, the technology to your needs and your challenges. That's fantastic. <clears throat> yeah, that's why that phrase that you coined, robotics as a service, uh, fits right in. That's right, yep. You're not trying to do one size fits all. It's like, what do you need? And let's make something now work into your situation. Yeah, I think our approach is we work backwards. So we start with the challenge and the use case, and then we make the technology uh, fit the challenge. So, uh, you know, it always starts with the problem statement and then us coming up with a, a workflow that actually fits, uh, you know, and solves for that problem statement. Yeah, that's perfect. And anytime you need to fit right in, whether you're doing a custom solution, to me, that's not backwards, that's forward. That's really how it should be undertaken. So that Absolutely. way you understand yeah, you understand the problem, come up with a solution, here's what we recommend, and I assume that along the way you're discussing it with your uh, client or prospect and uh, getting their agreement, and then by the time you you know, implement the solution, uh, they already know what to expect. Correct. That's beautiful. Um, so what do you see happening in the future? I know it's a wide open question, and I think uh, you kind of answered it in the beginning, but uh, you know, what's, what's, your, uh, what's your vision for the future? You know, I think we are just scratching the surface when it comes to robotics and AI. Obviously, generative AI is, uh, <clears throat> you know, really sort of um, transforming and evolving. So yeah. I think there's a strong play for generative AI. You know, we recently uh, integrated uh, the chat GPT uh, open AI with one of our robots. So there's a lot of interest there. Um, you know, I have previously worked with humanoid robots, uh, which were kind of early stage two years ago, but now are starting to, you know, um, become real. So I think that there's a future there. And I think we'll be looking at, um, you know, other types of robots, you know, with hands so that, you know, um, folks in the, in the uh, hospitality industry, especially restaurants, can leverage some of our robots for cooking and, you know, doing other very specific tasks in the kitchen. So, you know, all in all, I think that, uh, you know, we think that there's a bright future for robotics and AI, um, especially as labor becomes more and more challenging and uh, people are looking at cutting costs and becoming more um, operationally efficient. That's beautiful. That's a great, uh, great vision, especially with the uh, with AI and integrating chat uh, GPT. <clears throat> it seems to me like you, they, they're robot could be intelligent enough to even do training of actual humans. So um, I'm sure you can go that direction too, if you need it. Absolutely. Um, that can be done today, actually. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> You're already there. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Very exciting. Well, thank you, uh, Sanjeev. I really appreciate you taking the time to uh, talk with us today. It's been very interesting. Absolutely. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me on your uh, podcast. Absolutely. Is there any uh, comments or anything you wanted to mention before we end that uh, we haven't discussed? No, I would recommend, uh, you know, 
for those who are interested in looking at our solutions to come visit us at helloguard.com or um, contact us at sales at helloguard.com and uh, would be happy to talk to anyone. Excellent. All right. Okay. Well, thanks, Sanjeev. Just hold on after uh, here just for a minute. I'm going to end this uh, podcast. Uh, We'll talk for a minute afterwards. <clears throat> and um, again, this is Kevin Bluestone Apps, uh, which has been an interview with uh, Sanjeev from uh, Hello Guard. Uh, very informative, uh, awesome uh, robotics as a service company. Uh, he's at helloguard.com, H-E-L-L-O-G-A-R-D.com. Signing off. Thanks for joining.